This is the Diamond Hogs Podcast with Mason Choate and Robert Stewart. Welcome to the Diamond Hogs Podcast, the final episode of the 2023 regular season. Uh, well, I guess we're going to have a recap, but at that point, it's like the regular season's over for Arkansas. But either way, last regular season series, Arkansas at Vanderbilt, going to be an interesting one. Uh, Vanderbilt, a team that's dealing with injuries, you know, that's been the story of the season for Arkansas. Um, and, you know, on the topic of injuries, let's just lead it off with this, Robert. I've got Robert Stewart with me. He's he's here with us for as many episodes as he can be. Christian Cheetah might join us later on, by the way. But uh, right now it's just me and Robert. And the big news uh, right now is Peyton Stovall done for the season, torn labrum, just another unfortunate injury, Robert. Yeah, and, you know, you have to wonder – you know, when, when did this actually occur? How, how long did he try to play through it? Um, you know, it sounds like it might've been up to six weeks. I think Dave Van Horn told us. Um, so that's, it's, it's tough, but, um, you know, the, the other Peyton, you know, we mentioned it on the last episode and I wrote about it in my takeaway story last week, the other Peyton, Peyton Holt is filling in very admirably. Uh, he had six hits against South Carolina last weekend, uh, if you add the two the two weekends together, he's hitting better than three thirty three in in league play. I'm pretty sure. So, um, you know, hopefully that that continues for the Hogs because it is it is tough to have or tough not to have that that captain's presence from uh, Peyton Stovall. Yeah, no, I mean Peyton Stovall. People want to talk about you know he was struggling. He wasn't you know he he probably was not playing up to Peyton Stovall standard. Just put it that way. But then now you factor in, okay, how long was he playing with the injury? How much did that factor into it? Dave Van Horn told us that he thinks that Stovall hurt it while he was swinging. Um, and so I, I think we have talked about it on this podcast, and we've definitely talked about one-on-one, you and I, Robert. You could tell there was something up with his swing because we, we talked about how he kept popping out. And at, at some point, it's no longer a coincidence because, you know, as baseball goes, you fix that. You get with your hitting coach, you fix it. It doesn't keep happening as long as it did with Stovall, right? I feel like I feel like that probably had something to do with it. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it was the Georgia series when you had me go back through uh, the the box scores and find how many uh, how many times he had flied out or popped out in in league play, and and the the percentage was ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, he he was clearly trying to play through it for a long time, and you know, is what it is. I've, I've, I've been doing this exercise in my head. I can't remember the last time he spoke to the media. It might've been one-on-one with me in Oxford, uh, in early April. It was that long ago. Yeah, that's odd. I I didn't even think about that, but that is interesting. Um, it's unfortunate though, you know, you don't want to lose a guy like Peyton Stovall. Um, you are lucky that you have another guy, just another example this season of someone stepping up and that's Peyton Holt at second base. Not only has he, you know, filled in and been a serviceable second baseman, he's been very good, um, not just, you know, in the field, but also at the plate. That's, I mean, he's been huge for Arkansas. Uh, so you just hope that he can keep that up because now you're not going to have Peyton Stovall for the season. He's done for the year. Um, you know, Van, Dave Van Horn was talking about, you know, we might get him back for fall ball. So that's what you're looking at with Peyton Stovall's future. Um, okay, let's uh before we move along on this podcast because we have quite a bit to get to, I want to remind everybody that this is uh, a podcast part of the Hogbeat Podcast Network. Uh, visit hogbeat.com, it's H A W G B E A T.com. I am the owner and the publisher of hogbeat.com. 
And uh, every every episode we put on there, it's on the homepage at all times, the Diamond Hawks podcast. That's where you will also find the video version of the podcast for those who uh, ask about that. You can find it on hogbeat.com. Um, sponsorship. Need to talk about one of our sponsors. It's myperfectfranchise.net. Andy Ledecky, he's a franchise owner. He is a business owner. He's a consultant, and he wants to help you do the same. Um, he's going to help you find franchises that fit your skill sets, financial requirements, time to commit, and more. Uh, the big thing is that his services are 100% free, and he's just here to help if you have any questions about business ownership. So if you're ready to leave the corporate rat race, if you're looking for a side hustle while working your current job, or if you just want to diversify, build wealth, or leave a legacy, call Andy or visit myperfectfranchise.net. That's all one word, myperfectfranchise.net. Or if you just want to type the number in, it's 404-973-9901. Thank you to myperfectfranchise.net. All right, uh, rankings updates, Robert. Arkansas moved up to number two in the D1 baseball top 25 rankings, and they are also the uh, number two overall seed in the postseason projection. You've got Texas, uh, I know Little Rock, and Oral Roberts. That's tough. I was looking at Oral Roberts because I did my story over at hogbeat.com. Go subscribe right now, H-A-W-G-B-E-A-T.com. Um, Oral Roberts is a good team, man. They've got win. They've got a win over Oklahoma State, a win over Missouri State. They've played Oklahoma. Uh, I think they're like 40 and 11. That would be a tough three seed. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it seems like Oral Roberts is always one of those teams that that uh, can be tricky. And and I know they've played in a, in a Fayetteville Regional before. I can't remember what year exactly, but uh, – I, I, you know, they're no stranger to Ballmarker Stadium. That's, uh, isn't that where Hunter Wilson transferred? I think so. I believe so. Um, so, okay. How do you get that out of the way? Got that out of the way. Now, the biggest news outside of the Peyton Stovall news, obviously, Jared Wagner, welcome back. Uh, I mean, I feel like, I mean, David Horton said, yep, he's going to play. Now, I mean, I, are we just going to go ahead and say, okay, he's going to start left field? That's what you're going to see. I, I mean that that probably is going to end up what's happening. Uh, you know, I was I was writing this story for for Hogbeat uh, for Thursday morning. I was like, wow, I can't believe we forgot to ask about you know how how the lineup changes. Like, why does what happens to Ben McLaughlin? Like he's been sl- swinging it really well. Uh, I mean, his SEC numbers are even better than Wagner's were. Uh, not not saying Ben McLaughlin should start over Jared Wagner, but it's just like that's a tough decision you have to make to bench him. Um, is that the decision that's going to be made? Is the outfield going to go back to the way it was? I wrote the story as if it will, because, you know, it, it would make sense that that is the way it works. Um, it was his glove hand that, that he fractured the thumb on. So I did have this thought, you know, maybe they don't stick him in the outfield right away. If, if it's not necessary, right? Like Jace Borfin can play left pretty well. Kendall Diggs has been playing right pretty well. Maybe you want to throw a natural outfielder back in there. I could I could see it working that way too. It's funny, Mason. Uh, I was I was driving from Little Rock to Nashville on Tuesday, and I passed a tank, and I I took a picture of it. it. This was this was on 40 in Arkansas. I took a picture of it. I meant it to I meant to send it to you. I said, look, I'm passing Jared Wagner on his way to the the Vanderbilt series. That's another great thing about Jared Wagner coming back is that I get to use another one of my memes. Like I didn't, I didn't get to use the Tavian Josenberger. He gets on base all weekend, I think, because the one game that I attended was Sunday and I don't think he got on base. Um, So that was, that was tough. I didn't even get to use that one. K 
Caleb Cowley hasn't hit a home run in forever. Uh, Hagen Smith can't really be the wild card anymore if he's starting. So I'm like, throw me a bone here, guys. I need something to do. Uh, but it, 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 it might is, just be Wagner this weekend. Yeah, no, I'm glad that Wagner's back. And he's fun to watch, too. Like, he he's pimped some home runs this year. That was fun to watch. So hopefully we get to see that this weekend. I do want to mention, though, you, you talked about how it was his glove, his glove hand finger. Um, but haven't we heard from Dave Van Horn that Jared can field? They just didn't want him to swing. So, like, I don't know if that would be the issue. Right. I, I, I think, you know, that was just – just an idea, but yeah, you're, you're correct about that. Um, you, you may recall that the, the weekend after he suffered the injury, right. It was a Tuesday game against little rock. He slid in into third base, uh, and, and fractured that thumb. He came in the game that Friday against Tennessee as a defensive replacement in the ninth. So it, he can definitely play the field, I would think. Okay. Um, yeah, we, we probably should have asked about lineup changes, but you win some and you lose some, and we didn't do it because we're idiots. So hey, we'll, when I say we'll, when we'll I say we, it. I mean just Robert and I. I'm not speaking for all of the Arkansas media. We'll we'll see what happens on Thursday. Yeah. No. Um. So that those are the the two big updates, I believe. Um. You know, we talked about the lineup, uh, rotation staying the same as far as we know, but I I mean it's just going to be Hagen Smith, Brady Tiger, Hunter Holland you know, unless something crazy happens. I think Dave was talking, kind of talking about, you know, maybe if they lock down the SEC regular season title or it was really based along <clears throat> or based on like whatever is going on around the league and where they stand and what other teams are doing. Maybe they lock it down after game two. And I haven't done the math in my head if, you know, that could happen. And then they decide, you know what, we're going to rest Hunter Hall and we'll throw like Ben Bybee or somebody uh, for Saturday's game. Well, let's let's go ahead and talk about the math because because I've, I've I've run the numbers. So two two is the magic number for the division, right? That means an LSU loss, an Arkansas win would do it. Two Arkansas wins would do it. Two LSU losses would do it. Um, you have you have to think that because Paul Skeens is going to throw Thursday, they're not going to clinch it Thursday. Uh, but you know if they win, then they just need one thing to go their way the rest of that, and that's just with LSU. The worst they can do is four. If they beat Vanderbilt. The worst they can do is three. They have to win one game against the Commodores uh, to finish in the top three. And then Florida is the team to watch for uh, one versus two right now. The The magic number is three. So that means that the earliest they could clinch it will be Friday, game two. They've got to have some combination of three Arkansas wins and Florida losses on the weekend for the Hogs to win the SEC. All right, that was a lot. Um, but I'm glad you understand it. Maybe you could put it into words if you have time. I know that you're busy there in Nashville. Uh, enjoying yourself a little bit, Robert. How's it going? I am. It's fantastic. Uh, went to a, went to a rooftop bar on Broadway on, on Tuesday night and uh, going to – we're recording this Wednesday afternoon. going to the Nashville Soccer Club game tonight. Looking forward to that. And, uh, of course, there will be some fantastic baseball at Hawkins Field this weekend. All right. Um, okay. I, I wanted to mention this because we were talking about the pitching and the magic numbers and, you know, having to win games for Arkansas this weekend. I went on a Vanderbilt podcast and they asked me, like, what what's the X factor or what would you say for Arkansas this weekend if, if things if things go well, this happened? I really think, <clears throat> excuse me, Arkansas can win any series. And, of course, there's only one regular season series left. Then you're in postseason mode. 
But I think if Arkansas can just get through two games with four pitchers, that's that's the magic. That's the magic number. That's the key. That's what Arkansas has to do because you're you're talking Hagen Smith, Gage Wood. That's all you had to use. Brady Tiger, Will McIntyre. You're probably winning those two games. And if you're not, then you still have all of Hunter Holland and the rest of your bullpen for for game three. Right. Yeah. I mean, that scenario that you just described is is what we saw against South Carolina, right? I mean, Tiger and McIntyre threw an incredible combined game. And even though they didn't win it, you know, they were in great shape for Sunday. Like it's it's not that big of a deal if if they drop one of the first two games as long as they execute their pitching plan. And, you know, with with the way the Hogs are playing right now, it's just they've they've won eight of their last nine SEC games. I think I think they're too hot to lose this series. I really do. I know that Vanderbilt plays well at home. Dave mentioned that they're they're eleven and one, but they're one and five in in their last two series on the road. They they've been outscored thirty six to eleven in the last six games. It, they've got pitcher injuries, as you mentioned. Their bats are cold. You know the the hogs as as like you mentioned, the hogs pitching is the X factor. They get it done. They're going to win this series, and they're probably going to win the SEC this weekend. Uh, yeah, no, the, the thing with Vanderbilt is you mentioned the injuries. They're not playing that great, but you talked about Arkansas being hot. Do you think that Arkansas might be a little too hot right now, Robert? It, it, there is, there is that one concern. Uh, I, I suppose it's a good problem to have, you know, worrying if you're peaking too early. Um, but you know, un, until they, until they go cold, I, I'm just, I'm just enjoying the ride, you know? I think the best case scenario would be maybe I don't know if it's the best case scenario, but what if what if you lose lose the series of Vandy and win one game? Like this is this is the twenty twenty one Arkansas recipe right here. Wait, no, twenty twenty two Arkansas recipe right here. Win one of the games in the final series, lose both of your games in Hoover, and there you go. Then you just focus solely on the regional and the super regional. I think Which, that might be the key. Do that. Perhaps. And by the way, I mean, having beaten South Carolina last weekend, they've got to be locked in a, as a host at this point. So if if your first two weekends of the NCAA tournament are at your house, you know, as well as they played at Ballmarker Stadium, like it it feels like it's pretty much a lock to go to Omaha. I mean there's, depending there's a, on depending on who you face. I mean, it was a lock sure. in twenty one and you ran into NC State. Well, yes, uh, that correct. You do have to win five games first, but you know, as as well as they play at home, it feels like that is achievable. Okay, so speaking of that, let's let's look at teams that, according to D one baseball's projection, that could potentially come to Fayetteville for a super regional. <clears throat> All right, so the Fayetteville regional was lined up with the Durham regional. That's Duke. And Duke's, a, Duke's a pretty good ball club, if I if I remember correctly. I don't I don't watch the ACC much, but well, they got the they're number sixteen in the RPI. They're thirty four and seventeen. Um, they're ten and five on the road. So, yeah, pretty pretty good team. And then also in that regional is Alabama, who you might not want to see, Kansas State, and UNC Wilmington. Alabama, that would who, be an entertaining re, uh, super regional if it was Arkansas Alabama though. It it sure would. Al- Alabama, who by the way just took two out of three from Vanderbilt a couple weeks ago. 
Yes, an Alabama team that has something to play for, that's for sure. Do you think, though, if Alabama – do you think Alabama might have, like, some sort of um, sanctions at some point because of this Brad Bohannon stuff? So, like, say Alabama goes on to, to win the College World Series or they do something – like maybe win the SEC tournament championship, maybe they're going to have to vacate it at some point because of this season. That that would be interesting if, you know, d- depending on the results of the investigation or whatever, if, if they have to do that. I wonder how soon they could announce that. Like surely it wouldn't be before the the, the postseason, right? I mean, they'd have to hurry up and do that this weekend. Yeah, it's it's tough because – you do have to wait and get the results from that. But if you're, if you're Alabama, it's almost like if you're thinking about that in the back of your head, it's like, why are we even trying then if this is probably going to get vacated? So I I don't really, I haven't paid attention to the investigation. If there is an investigation involving uh, Alabama baseball team as a whole, rather than just Brad Bohannon, I don't know. I, I thought that I read that it was just Bohannon that they were, they were looking at, but okay. I'm not, not certain about that. All right. Um, Let's move on to our preview of Vanderbilt then. And before we do, I want to remind you about Bet Saracen. Uh, download the Bet Saracen app on the App Store or the Google Play Store. It is where you can get the double R props for Arkansas baseball. So you're getting specific props for your favorite Arkansas baseball players. Uh, some cool stuff. You get to bet on your your guys that you like to watch. We always like to do the Arkansas LSU parlay. Um, you know, take it because it's always going to be plus money, and when you're betting on Arkansas and LSU to win uh, and you can get it at plus money, that's probably a good thing. But baseball happens sometimes, like last weekend when I picked it and it didn't happen because both teams lost. That was weird. Uh, We might have to stop advertising that one if Paul Skeens isn't pitching. (laughs) That's true. We need to only advertise it when Skeens pitches. So is LSU playing a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series? Do you know? Everybody in the SEC is this week. Okay, so Thursday, go, go to Bet Saracen. And uh, parlay Arkansas and LSU money line. I don't even know what the odds would be right now, but um, you're you're basically betting on Paul Skeens and Hagen Smith to get it done. That's a that's a pretty safe bet. I'll 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 take those any day. Okay, so go get that at Bet Saracen. Uh, download the app. It is the mobile sports gambling app of the Saracen Casino Resort, and uh, they are partnered with Hogbeat.com um, for this podcast and also for our weekly uh, Bet Saracen specials props, odds, all that stuff, story. We do that over at hogbeat.com. All right, time for what could be the last edition of Robert reading numbers. It could be. What a what a, what a sentimental moment for this podcast. I'm not going to miss it at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Vandy bats are cold, 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 hitting 186 over the last two series that's a series loss on the road to Alabama and and they got swept at uh at Florida and Gainesville last weekend uh they're they're just not hitting that well uh 283 mark uh in SEC play that is the second best behind Kentucky obviously that but that's fallen a little bit over the last two weeks um but like Dave Van Horn mentioned they're good at home they're better at home um so it's it's a very formidable opponent RJ Shrek is is the big big name to watch out for not spelled like the ogre but sounds like the ogre rj shrek hitting 361 with an ops of looks like 12 something so that's pretty good uh he's got nine home runs 18 extra base hits in conference play 
all of his his slash marks, by the way, are top five, uh, top six in in the SEC during conference play. So he's really good. Uh, they got a couple of more outfielders. You know, Enrique Bradfield Jr. last year hit a three-run home run in the 10th inning to beat Arkansas at Baumwalker Stadium. He's the number 10 prospect uh, on MLB.com for this coming draft. He has stolen a, a league-leading 14 bases in, in SEC play, so uh, he's obviously very fast, hitting 302 on the air. Matthew Polk is the other guy, hitting 333. Uh, aside from that, just some some decent averages. Uh, there, there's there's a you know the the power parity. There's a lot of power parity with with the Commodores. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven dudes in their lineup with at least four home runs during uh, league play. So plenty, plenty to watch out for. There's there's a pretty solid lineup. If they can get hot, it it, it will cause problems for Arkansas. But they gotta they gotta face a hot pitching staff. So we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Yeah, the, this Vanderbilt podcast I went on, um, the guy was talking to me and he was like, you know, I'm expecting Vanderbilt to get swept. They just everything's going wrong for for the Commodores right now. And he was saying that and I, I even responded to him. I was like, you're saying this stuff, but I'm thinking in my head, like, you know, Arkansas could easily go to Nashville and get swept like Van- There's no there's no way that us as the media, we're looking over Vanderbilt. So but it seems like Vanderbilt's all, almost all already saying like, OK, you know, everything's going wrong. We're just tapping out already. That's I, that's what I got from this guy, and I'm assuming he speaks for the fan base. Sure. Um, and, you know, you can you can listen to that. You can hear that. You can take it for what you will. But, you know, I don't, I don't think we officially got this out of Dave Van Horn today, but he, he loves to talk about, you know, everything can change so fast. I mean, it like you said, it, it wouldn't be completely unsurprising if Arkansas – rolled in and got swept this weekend i mean i i definitely don't see it happening i don't even think they're going to lose the series but you just never know with with college baseball it's it's very hot and cold um do you think that adding wagner back to the lineup might affect things i i do wonder about this because you know it's hard for me to believe that he's gonna come in and be you know just as effective if not more uh, as he was the, the the first part of the season when he was healthy. it You know, five weeks off, that's a lot of time off. He only just started swinging the bat this week. I mean, I think even, even if it doesn't go well for him, which, frankly, I'm not expecting it to, like, treat it, be, be pleasantly surprised if you see Jared Wagner or Wagner produce at the same clip that he has been earlier in the season. This weekend for him should serve as an opportunity just to get some game swings in and, and, you know, the Hoover will be the same way. Like there are more important games coming up. You heard Dave talk about it today. They'd like to win the conference, but it's not going to, it's not going to be a big deal if they don't. So this, this series is not super important at this stage in the season. Like we said earlier, they're probably going to host the first for definitely the first weekend. I would think probably the second as well, should they make it. Um, so, you know, I'm not expecting Jared Wagner to be him, him, his, his normal self, but it, it will be good for him to get reacclimated before the, the games really start to matter. And I don't know, maybe you hit him lower in the lineup just until you see what you need to out of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, with, with Wagner, um, 
it's really just going to be reps, right? That's what he needs to get. I, I think that maybe behind Caleb Cowley, Jared Wagner might be the next guy up as far as like he could take five weeks off, grab a bat, and just go out there and hit dingers. I, I think that is probably him after Caleb Cowley. I would say so. So I think if 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 anybody can, you know, just kind of step right back into it, it would be Wagner. But that's to be determined. He is a guy who we, you know, he's had a lot of injuries throughout his career. So I'm sure he's, this is not something that's unfamiliar to him coming back from an injury. So hopefully, you know, as unfortunate as it is to say, you know, this is like my fifth time to come back from injury. You can also be like, well, I've done this five times. So like, maybe that helps. I don't know. Um, Let's get to our bold predictions. And I, I want to start my bold prediction is going to be mm, however long Will McIntyre goes, he doesn't give up any runs. He thought he goes scoreless in his outing. I, I'm I'm assuming it'll probably be five innings, right? You're hoping maybe you can get four out of Tiger this week. Yeah, I suppose we should talk about Brady Tiger's pitch count too, right? It was it was forty last week. Uh, Dave is expecting it to go up fifteen or twenty. So, I mean, if if Tiger's working as efficiently as he has been the past three three weekends, uh, I can I can see four innings out of Tiger and and leave leave McIntyre with the last fifteen outs. Yeah, whatever whatever it is for McIntyre, I'm gonna say that he goes um, and he doesn't give up any runs. And I say it because of this. Last year, we watched Will McIntyre, you know, kind of grow throughout the season, and the the time where I really felt like he arrived was against Vanderbilt. And he picked up – He it was basically a start, right, on Sunday, I believe, because uh, the game got postponed. Like the last three innings of the game got postponed. And so he came out and started the last three innings of game two on Sunday. Is that – am I remembering that right? That is that is correct. And I believe – I don't remember what the score was, but I think the Hogs were losing when the day started and rallied to win it. But I could yeah. be making that up. Well, either way, McIntyre <clears> – <throat> so he it was basically a start. He goes three scoreless, gave up two hits, didn't walk in. He struck out three, and he earned the save. Uh, that was when I was really like, okay, here's this is Will McIntyre. And then he actually started game one at Alabama, I believe, uh, the, the next weekend in the regular season finale. And didn't look bad. And then, of course, we know what he did in the postseason. So maybe this is – maybe Will McIntyre's got Vandy's number. Maybe yeah, that that game one against Alabama, that was the only one Arkansas wanted that series, correct? I think so. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. They won seven to three. McIntyre only went four innings, gave up three earned on eight hits, but they won the game. Right. And, you know, he, he had just closed a game last week and it wasn't you didn't necessarily need to see six, seven innings out of him. Um, so, you know, that that definitely accomplished something for for him and and the hogs that weekend, I would say. Yeah, I I think I think that's a fair prediction. I, I recall he, he looked awfully good against Bandy last year and he's he looked awfully good in relief the last three weeks. So keep it rolling. I guess I'm up now, huh? Gosh. How about how about the hogs chase Devin Futrell? Devin Futrell is is their best and like maybe only healthy starting pitcher right now. Uh, he's got a sub three ERA in, in conference play, 52 innings, nine starts. Um, there you go. Hogs, hogs get to their one guy and they're screwed the rest of the way. 
so if if that's the case, if Ar- if you're saying Arkansas gets the future, um, I mean, are you gonna predict an Arkansas sweep? I can't I can't go that far. Okay. Um you know, I I just two two consecutive road sweeps would be unbelievable. And I, I'm not ready to put it out there. I'll I'll believe it when I see it. Um but I think I think Futural will get chased and somehow Vandy will find a win find a way to win one of these games. They're they're too good at home to get swept, I think. Remind me, was it Holton that uh, shut Arkansas out last year in game three? That is correct. Carter Holton, who uh, has been their ace and is not pitching this weekend. He's got some some sort of injury. I haven't looked into it exactly. Uh, and then Hunter Owen, their, under, their other starter, is dealing with some shoulder soreness, I believe. So he's, according to uh, Tim Corbin on the radio here in Nashville uh, on Tuesday, I think he's 50-50 to play. So. Yeah, that's that was, that's the update on the starters. That was wild with Holton because he, you know, just this lefty that starts game three, goes seven innings, complete game shutout, walked four, gave up two hits, struck out five on 113 pitches. That was interesting. And oh, by the way, he was a freshman last year. Yeah, so that that was very similar to game three of the College World Series against Oregon State. I was I was just gonna ask if if that sounded familiar at all. Yes, uh, Kevin Abel, that was his name, right? Yep. Yeah, that was tough. So, okay, I like our bold predictions. Maybe we'll get Christians. If not, uh, maybe we'll make him tweet it from the Diamond Hawks podcast account. Say, hey, this is Christian, everybody. Here's my bold prediction. Sorry that I didn't show up for the podcast. Even though I'm the producer, he's supposed to be taking over for you when you're leaving. This is a, a great start, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think he's out of town. He's got stuff going on. So I'm not I'm not being serious. Um. By the way, let's just let's just say this, Robert. We're excited to watch John Bolton play baseball this weekend. Go John Bolton. Hope John Bolton has a good weekend for the Arkansas Razorbacks at shortstop starting starting shortstop in the nine hole. John Bolton. Hey, how about uh, how about the Tennessee boy coming home to to play in the Volunteer State? That is, I forgot about that. He's from Memphis, right? Yes, he is. You got the Central Bar uh, the Central Barbecue uh, NIL deal. Yep. Very fitting for John Bolton. He had like a, a an event with uh, Will McIntyre a week or two ago, didn't he? Yes, as far as I know, I think it was a grand opening for the one here in Fayetteville, maybe. Yeah, it's uh, it's on MLK by. No free ads. Don't tell them where they're at. They can look it up. Um, but yeah, okay, go John Bolton this weekend. Anything else you want to add, Robert, to this podcast? Wow. Um. No, I think we hit it all. Um. I'm 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 excited for this series, man. I I hope that uh, I hope that it it ends in an SEC championship, and that can be my last hurrah on the beat this year. Um, very likely, it is very likely. Um, I was I was trying to pull up the schedule, and I was on last year's schedule because I was looking at the Carter Holton game. I got him on the top of my head. If you want, uh, no, it's fine. Um, let's see here. So Arkansas at Vanderbilt. Is Vanderbilt number 12 in D1? Yes, they are. Okay. So 6 p.m. on Thursday, SEC Network, 7 p.m. on Friday, SEC Network. And then Saturday, it's going to be on the plus, SEC Network plus at two for the regular season finale. And so, Robert, you said you're, you're going to take Arkansas 2-1? Yes. I think I'm going to have to do the same because I, I don't think I can pick a sweep. I don't think Arkansas is going to lose. So that that narrows it down. Process of elimination. You'll yeah. That. So that I think I'm going to go with that one. 
Um, this is tough, man. I don't, I don't want to end this episode because it could be your last. Well, I, I mean, we got to, we got to do a recap at some yeah, point. That's true. What else can we talk about? Try to get the most out of this one with you. What else can we talk about? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, we could talk about our future that we never placed, but we've kind of wore that one out. So uh, yeah, that's true. We could we could go around the league. Florida's at Kentucky. I mean, that's that's going to be a, a series that I'm sure fans will want to keep an eye on because Florida is the team that uh, the Hogs need. Well, not need to lose, but could use some losses from uh, LSU's at Georgia. We you know we talked about how how good the dogs are at home. I think they just got swept by Missouri in Columbia though. So, um, you know, maybe they return home to Athens and give LSU another fit for the third week in a row. Can you believe the Tigers have lost two straight series? Yeah, that's wild. It's almost like everybody predicted that this LSU team is going to choke. I I don't know. They've had a lot of injuries, though, so that, that plays into it. Right. And, you know, it's just becoming more and more evident that, you know, at LSU in 2023 behind Paul Skeens is worse than Arkansas in 2021 behind cops. I, I think that's a fair statement to make. Um, one thing that I was going to mention, Vanderbilt plays on a turf field. That needs yes, that do. needs to be brought up. Also, the last, I think, the last state of Arkansas team that played at Vanderbilt's field beat UCA? them. UCA? Yeah. That was on February 21st. Let me make sure they didn't play like Little Rock or somebody. That's right. It was like the first midweek yes. after after the uh, the Arlington tournament because because Vandy was there. It it was the first their first game after the Arlington tournament, and the last the last team from Arkansas that played um, at Vanderbilt won. So, just saying. Hey, big big shoes to fill for the Hawks <laughs> this weekend. Imagine if Arkansas gets swept, but UCA wins the one game of an Arkansas-based team at Vanderbilt this year. That uh, that would be wild. That would be. Um. Okay. Let's let's go ahead and wrap it up though. Um. Robert, it's been a pleasure. Uh. We'll talk to everybody on Monday, recapping the regular seat, the final series of the regular season, and at that point, we're going to be talking about postseason baseball. Yeah, we gotta we gotta look ahead to Hoover next week. How about that? Yes, which you will not be a part of, I guess. So Devastated. Um, okay. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Diamond Hogs podcast. Thank you to our sponsors, MyPerfectFranchise.net and Bet Saracen. Make sure you visit both of those and visit Hogbeat.com, H-A-W-G-B-E-A-T.com, where we will have coverage of the Arkansas Razorbacks all weekend long, not only baseball, but football and basketball as well. A ton of great information over there. Inside info on the Trough Premium Message Board. And during games, we also provide uh, play-by-play and commentary, analysis, stats, all of that on the Trough Premium Message Board at hogbeat.com. So visit right now and uh, get that subscription as well so you can get that premium information. All right, thank you, Robert. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you on Monday. You've been listening to the Diamond Hogs Podcast. Follow the guys on Twitter at Chote Mason and at DRStew32.